from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I kind of, sort of, have been enjoying the golf today, Lewis. And I know Joe Ovius. This just this is a this is a <laughs> spring break week. Yeah, he didn't take these two days off specifically to avoid me during a golf major because he's had radio scars of of working with people who are deeply invested in majors and watching Tiger Woods and in my case gambling on golf. And today has been it's been kind of interesting at the Masters today. Victor Hovland is your uh, leader right now through 16 holes. He's seven under. Mm-hmm. He's never shot in the 60s. He's never had a round in the 60s before at Augusta. He was due. <laughs> Apparently he was due. John Rahm, after doubling the first hole, he, had f- he four-putted. He four-jacked the first hole. That's how good he is. He's now five under. He is two shots behind Hovland. There's a bunch of other golfers up there. Not up there on the leaderboard is Tiger Tiger Woods, is the player that I think everyone is, I would say, at this point of his career, rooting for. For sure. He's plus one. He did just birdie the last two holes that he's played. So he's now on the last hole of this first round at plus one. And I'll say this about Woods uh, and Lewis. We'll, we'll check in with you because you know yeah. my investment is I'm all in on golf. I, I love. I do love to gamble on the PGA Tour. Joe is beyond the other casual. Like it needs to be like a seismic event for him to actually yeah. care about. Like it. 2019 when Tiger's yeah. doing his thing. Yes. So where do you fall on the golf spectrum? So I'm like, okay, I, I appreciate the sport. I respect the sport. I'm not someone out here who's going to be like, oh, golf isn't a sport. Blah, 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 blah. No. You're not a hater. I'm not a hater. No. Okay. I, I'm a hater on many things, but not not golf. Um, I, I'm definitely somewhere in between. Uh, I I loved loved Tiger growing up. You know, I'm to, to date myself like the whole you know Tiger's stretch run was when I was a kid, and so you start to, to fall in love with with an athlete. I know, I know. To be clear now, Lewis, your last year at UNC was. 16? 16. Okay. Yeah. So you're not old, bud. I'm no, 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 no. no. That, whatever the opposite of, you're of a youth. that is. Yeah, yeah. A youth. A youth. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the whole stretch run with Tiger was when I was kind of, you know, finding athletes that I would fall in love with. Sure. And, and so that was always a big deal. I I enjoy having the, the different majors on in the background, especially on that, you know, Thursday, Friday, even the Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, I pay close attention, especially if it's close, especially if it's going to be, if there's a big name, there's a good storyline and, you know, you've got something going on that you're interested in. So, uh, but if there is a major that I pay very close attention to of all of them, it's the Masters. I think that's just, that's normal. A lot of the talk today has been about the weather because the conditions are perfect this morning and have been for the, the groups that went out early this morning. And again, this is the Masters, and when you when we talk about the Masters, there's only 88 guys in the field, so th- this is not like one of those U.S. Opens or British Opens where there's a bunch of guys you've never heard of. This this is the best field that you're going to see in golf, and a lot of the talk this morning has been about the weather and how it's going to change the next two days. Yeah, and rain is predicted. And Dennis, you already said today when we have four. Major League Baseball games that were preemptively canceled today? Yeah, postponed because of cold weather. Postponed because of either cold weather or or rain. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the whole East Coast is about to just, and I know I'm looking outside, know where we are, and it looks nice today. It looks perfect today. Beautiful. So a lot of the talk today had been, 
if Tiger is going to make the cut, and remember last year he came back from the car accident. This was the first event that he played in. He made the cut. It was an amazing story, but he was also like completely worn out yeah. by the end of the week. His caddy actually said this weekend, if the weather comes and if he has to play more than 18 holes in a day, this is Joe LaCava. He was like, he won't make it. He will, he will not be able to play more than 18 holes in a day. So I, I think there's been a lot of people trying to keep an eye on that. And I think these leaders too, Hovland, Rom, uh, Xander Shoffley is another name up there. Brooks Kepka. Yeah. You know, we had talked about live guys, which live golfers would come and show out this week at the Masters. It's important for me to mention here, Lewis. Our Masters updates this week, Masters are, uh, our Masters updates on 99 The Fan are teed up by the Leesville Tap Room. Leesville Tap Room is just off of I 540 at the corner of Leesville and Strickland Roads. I know exactly where that is. Great spot if you want to go and watch the golf. Leesville Tap Room is the place for you. All the TVs, all the beers, all the wings, all the things that you need. Great check. food. Dennis will give you great food now, up when, there. Now, when Dennis says yeah. it's great food, it means something. It does, and because he has the most peculiar food takes in the history of the world. We, we were going over that today before <laughs> the show. If there was some that I was like, what? Exactly. Exactly. Never been to Taco Bell. What? So, so the Leesville Tap Room bringing you all the updates today. That's the thing, though. The weather. You don't. You just don't know. And the course today has been amenable to a low score. Obviously, with Hovland right now, he's on the last hole. He's about to uh, shoot a 65, which, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. At, at any day on Augusta, let alone on the first day at Augusta. Is there something other than Tiger, though? As a casual mm -hmm. or or even a major a fan of major golf, yeah, that would get your attention this week. Would it be one of the live golfers like a Brooks Kepka, uh, who's gotten off to a fast start? Today? Yeah, I think I think live is definitely going to be one of the main focuses that I'm paying attention to, just because of the drama surrounding it, uh, how different players uh, are, are handling those kinds of uh, interactions, if you will. Uh, I, I, that's going to be fascinating to me, especially because I mean, just based on the numbers that of, of live golfers that are there, I believe it's like eighteen or that something in the right. field. Yep. Uh, you're in a situation where you know, chances are there's going to be someone who is in the mix come Sunday who has that live association. So that's going to be super interesting to me. We were we were mentioning it a little bit too as well here. Uh, there's an amateur right now who and I know it's just Thursday, but there's an amateur right now, Sam Bennett, who is currently tied for fifth. He's at minus four through six holes, which is, uh, wow, pretty impressive. But uh, he's got super interesting stories. He's a 23-year-old uh, from Texas A&M. Uh, he has a tattoo on his body. I think it's his arm. Um, yeah, a tattoo on his forearm. It's his father's last words to him that are on this. Not to bring down the mood yeah, yeah. here. but uh, And he says, don't wait. Don't wait to do something is his father's important words of advice that he has tattooed on his arm. Um, so th there you go. Last thing is his dad ever wrote to him. So right now he's tied for fifth. So when you're looking for fun stories to kind of keep an eye out for uh, with the Masters this weekend, that's definitely something to watch. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
But now it's time to talk to our friend, Valley Sports, Carolina Hurricanes, Trip Tracy. The Canes are in Music City tonight, taking on the Nashville Predators, 8 o'clock start. It's a radio exclusive here on 99.9 The Fan. And, and congrats, Trip, to us, because we get three more years of you. Hopefully that's where your contract's lined up, too. Uh, we extended our deal with the Canes for three more years. So uh, we're definitely happy to have uh, be, be partnering up with the Canes and, and, of course, to hear all of your insight on those broadcasts. Joe, I was thrilled to see that yesterday when we got to uh, Nashville. Uh, have enjoyed every minute of it. Um, and uh, it was definitely, I think I saw it right as we landed in Nashville, and that was terrific news. So the Canes taking on Nashville tonight and, and Trip. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but four of the last five games on the road, that feels like a good thing because it, it does feel like the Canes will host the, the start of the playoffs. So almost like, hey, let's go away on a little bit of a mini training camp, if you'll remember the, the Canes used to go down to Florida for training camp. This feels a little bit like that. How could I forget those tours? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, when we went there for training camp. But, um, it, it, yeah, I do think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing because, I mean, they're going to have home ice advantage. And um, you, you want the group to be together uh, and – you know, just take this opportunity tonight. You're playing a desperate Nashville team that still has uh, playoff hopes. I mean, they unloaded at the trade deadline. They have extremely significant players out of the lineup, but they're they're playing really well and they're getting stellar goaltending. And the Hurricanes are staying here after the game tonight before they go to Buffalo for the Saturday afternoon game. So, you know, I, I happen to think I'm, I'm a bit old school uh, that uh, spending this time on the road, Getting together as a group, galvanizing as a group on and off the ice is a is a good thing at this particular time of year. I do agree. Trip Tracy, Valley Sports, Carolina Hurricanes joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. It's the Canes at Predators tonight, 8 o'clock. You can listen to that game right here on 99.9 The Fan. And, of course, Adam Gold will have Stormwatch at 7.30. All right, Trip. We, we talked about the Canes and the being on the road, kind of getting out of their uh, headspace there. 109 points. They have a three-point lead over the Devils. You said Nashville was desperate, but it doesn't. This is not exactly the murderer's row uh, down the stretch here. So I'm going to guess this is a Rod Brendamore special for, to, to close out the regular season. This this is about us and not about anything else, and it's about the process, right? Um. Well, I it, 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 the thing is, is that you're going to see beginning tonight. You're going to see a desperate team that's going to play the game the right way. Um with the longstanding uh, affiliation that Nashville's had. I mean, gosh, I beckon back my first ever road game in 98 was here in Nashville, and it was Nashville's first ever organization win. I get nostalgic about that when you mentioned training yeah. camp in Florida. But they're they're going to play with a complete buy-in, and their special teams are contributing, and they're getting great goaltending. So, Trip, I, I've kind of, of – go, go ahead, my bad, Trip. I was just going to say, Lewis, that you know, you're going to have to get that buy-in tonight. You're going to have to match their goaltending. The special teams are going to have to be good. Uh, when you look at Buffalo and you look at Ottawa, depending on whether they still have hope, both of those teams come Saturday and come Monday, we saw Tuesday. You're dealing with high, high-end skill up front from both teams, and that can be extremely dangerous. I mean, we saw that in living color on Tuesday night. So. Um, I don't get. I actually think these are going to be three difficult opponents uh, in trying to win the division here, and and the carrot, and I think the motivational 
incentive of getting it done as soon as possible. Uh, if if the Hurricanes could come away with two or three wins on this three-game trip, I would take it and run for the hills. I got them winning against Detroit at home on Tuesday based on the way the last game went against Detroit. And, and I think there's a huge incentive in being able to wrap up the division by the time they finish uh, with Detroit on Tuesday night. Tripp, uh, my understanding is you've kind of been preaching the gospel a bit of uh, a two-goalie system going into the uh, the playoffs. What what Can you tell us a little bit more about that, what you're thinking with that? Well, it's I just look at the makeup of Carolina's goaltenders, and I include Kochetkov in the mix uh, as, a, as an ace in the hole. Uh, you know, it's, I, I've just changed my tune, Lewis. I, I have forever thought that you've got to have a guy come playoff time. But now I've started because you're always trying to grow. You're always trying to get better in any seat, in any profession. And, you know, it's, I've shifted my viewpoint. I thought about it last Saturday in the third period in Montreal that, if it works for you in the regular season, why can't it work for you in the playoffs? Why do you have to have a completely different approach? Um, and so I'm not, I'm not utterly against it like I always have been. In the past, I would have said, you got to have a guy, plain and simple. And I don't see any reason that uh, rotating the goaltenders, as I'm assuming Rod will do here down the stretch, that if both guys are going – I mean, look at what Ronce has done. It's just remarkable in his ability to win games. And if Anderson can play well down the stretch, he played one of his better games as a hurricane here on the road early last season. And then you have the ace in the hole in Kochetkov. I don't think you have to have a quote-unquote guy. If you've got that guy, he's your guy. But based on the way they've done it this year, and I look at Colorado last year, the most recent Stanley Cup champion, they used two goaltenders. So that's my criteria in at least entertaining the thought. Trip Tracy, Bally Sports, Carolina Hurricanes color analyst, joining us here on the OG. That's Luis Fernandez. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Trip. Uh, let's get a little bit off topic here. And I don't want to. I don't want to jinx Quinnipiac, but if they get to the final, it feels like the schedule is set up for your friend Rod Brendamore to go see his son play for a national championship. Am I, am I crazy right now, or is that all, has already been? Uh, there've been all the auxiliary plans made. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Rod. <laughs> Joe, you know him very well. You've known him for a long time, and uh, you know he's uh, two feet into today. Yes. And uh, But as he's coaching this game, the fact that I think puck drop with the hour time change is essentially the same for the final four game, Frozen Four between Quinnipiac and Michigan. <laughs> if he has a polygraph attached to him, you know he's going to be checking that out. Um, and if Skyler and Quinnipiac are fortunate enough to advance, I see it as a 50-50. I was actually with Rod in the regionals last year in Allentown, Pennsylvania, when Quinnipiac took on Michigan, and Michigan survived a Quinnipiac comeback in the third period. Uh, with that start time in Buffalo, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yeah. the national championship, uh, I would certainly think that Rod being a parent first beyond anything else for his four kids, uh, that uh, hopefully after a win in Buffalo that he'll be sojourning as quickly as he can uh, down to Tampa. And if he needs somebody in the in one of the overhead bins, I'll, I'll go with him too. Uh, <laughs> but one step at a time, hoping Quinnipiac can get it done tonight. That, is, that a, is that a Tom Dundon jet special, or does that have to be <laughs> something else? Uh, it's based on the transit. It's got to happen pretty darn quickly. Yeah. But you know Rod, the blue-collar guy that he is, 
that would be a last resort for him. Okay. Uh, you know, he doesn't even fly. I don't even think Rod flies first class. He flies coach. Right, but, right. You know, unless you have a commercial airline that flies the speed of the Concorde, um, <laughs> yeah, it would probably require that type of action to get down there in time for buck drop if Quinnipiac is fortunate enough to win tonight. Yeah, we're not trying to jinx anything with the Q. I just think it would be a... Like you said, a once in a lifetime to see your kid play for a national championship. I think we would be there. We know that one. So, Trip, appreciate you, man. Good luck tonight. I know uh, being on radio only can be a little bit scary. Uh, if you need me to coach you up at all tonight, you let me know, okay? I love you guys. And, Joe, I wish it was radio only. My first ever road game, Nashville's first win because the iconic voice of the team, Chuck Hayden, yeah. I may have spent a lot of time with him into the wee hours the night before that game. <laughs> and uh, then Dave Karp, a Hurricanes defenseman at the time, broke the glass in the first period that led to a 14-minute delay without going to commercial. I really could have used radio at that point in time. <laughs> well, Trip, I, I know you can handle it now. You, you can fill time with the best of them, that's for sure. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you again next week. Love you guys. Congrats again on the extension. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.